Hey, thanks for listening to Close Calls. Just a heads up, we're going to talk about some dark subject matter, including death, and we're going to joke around about it. Our intention is never to trigger or offend anyone. It's just to use humor to navigate these subjects. If that's how you cope, too, keep listening. We're in the studio. It's early. I think it's the earliest we've ever gotten to a studio. Uh, yeah, it has to be. We're in the AM right now. I don't I don't really operate in the AM. It's difficult. We're here at 11 AM. It's hard. We. I didn't have time to get a coffee. For some reason, I grabbed a Red Bull. I don't really drink a lot of Red Bull. Kevin's eating old people cookies. I got us Belveda <laughs> morning treats. I didn't eat dinner last night, so I ate dinner at like 2 AM, so I'm not really the opposite of hungry. I had like a... 2 a.m. snack food in bed kind of moment. Nice. While watching the last episode. Of oh, the you rehearsal. saw My Chemical Romance last night. Yeah, I did. That rules. I'm jealous. I was debating if I'm going to talk about it on this or wait till we get like the guest in. Okay, and, we get you know, whatever you want. I think I'll bring it up both. Okay. <laughs> I think every moment I'm on mic, I'll bring it up today. Okay. Did you have a blast? It was okay. Oh. <laughs> Here, okay. So this is, this is Patreon. This is behind a paywall. Okay. I don't... N- I don't think the person that gifted me the Mm -hmm. floor tickets to Mm -hmm. see My Chemical Romance reunion tour, which got pushed back three years because of COVID. Pushed back three years. Big reunion. I don't think he'll listen to this. Yeah. So between you and me, Lizzie? Uh Uh-oh. It's kind of a letdown. Oh. The tunes were good. You know, they sound good, sure. Mm -hmm. Kind of felt like they were mailing it in a little bit. Oh. They it's were coasting. A, it's a big arena show, right? Resting on their laurels. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen any concerts in an arena? Yes, I've seen a concert in an arena. Well, it's a different game than like in a normal venue. Of course. Sometimes I saw My Chemical Romance in an arena, my first concert ever. I was eight. How was they it? They were opening for Green Day. Oh, okay. This is exactly what I wanted to talk about. Okay. I've seen Green Day twice. Green Day rolls. Green Day knows how to play to an arena. Yes. Billy Joe feels very comfortable with 5,000 people yes. in the palm of his hand. Yes. He's doing Freddie Mercury type, hey, yo. Yeah, they yeah, call yeah, and yeah. Response. Uh, I was so young. I was so fun, dude. They do. Best like, night of my life. They do shout. They have big pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. They bring people up on stage to play, like, instruments. They always do that. It's so fun. Sometimes they'll, like, let the kid, like, keep the guitar. It's the coolest thing Some, I've ever seen. Sometimes they'll let the kid smash the guitar. Dude, That right? rules. So, my chemical romance played it like it was, like, a, a, show. a venue of, like, 250 people. Yeah. They didn't have any... Super. I meant a show as opposed to a concert. Exactly. You know? I think that there's a real. This is this is gonna sound funny, but I feel like um like okay, so Green Day, right? They made American Idiot. I think that's because they were like, we need to make arena music. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I that does make sense actually. I feel like the Black Parade is arena music. Yes. Oh but, my God. Yes. But they didn't. It didn't. They didn't do it li- like those songs hit for the a hardest. second. I thought you were just gonna say they didn't do it. I no, was like, no. that would be I'd sue. They've got if so- I went to see Mike and Little Romance yeah. at Madison Square Garden and they didn't do it, right? <laughs> I'd be like, you fucking assholes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. But they, uh, yeah, it didn't. Um, there weren't there weren't like elaborate set pieces. The lights weren't really that cool at all. The, oh, that um, sucks. No pyrotechnics or whatever. It's not. And now you can eat all these things, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> you see, I'm not like a big pop music fan. I did mm-hmm. get free tickets to see Katy Perry years ago. That rolls. She was amazing. I'm and going. She did, well, go on. No, no, I want you to finish. She did, like, I've seen clips of, like, Harry Styles right now. He's on tour. I know I see all these clips or, like, Miley or whatever. They always have a catwalk. 
You gotta have a catwalk. Green Day had a fucking catwalk. Catwalk rules. My Chemical Romance just had a small, and it wasn't even like high Ugh. up. It was like the normal height of a stage. Why would you do that in an arena? But it was in an arena. I'm like, thank God I'm down here, so it kind of feels like a normal show. It felt like I was at like, yeah, um, like a uh, a venue the size size of uh, Brooklyn Steel or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I turn around and there's like ten thousand people. Ten thousand people. Me, yeah, just hanging out, sitting in their chairs. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It it was. It was very meh. I had fun, but yeah. I was disappointed. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to see Harry Styles for the third time next week. Because third my cousin time? is a huge fan you and like always it. invites me. I like it. I don't really listen to his music when I'm not at the concert. <laughs> okay, I didn't take you for a Harry Styles fan. No, not really. There are a few songs that I do like. Which ones? I don't even. There's one called Kiwi that's good, and the rest I don't know their names. But I've seen him twice now so when they come on i'm like oh this is one of the ones i like okay cool um but man can that little guy put on a show holy right? shit i've never been bored there and i'm not like a huge fan you right? know what i mean like dude exactly he can dance he can mm -hmm. sing his ass off he has cute little outfits mm -hmm. and he's funny so i um do all that stuff be everything right? come on i didn't think i was like i don't really know katie perry right Mm -hmm. I had a blast. Yeah. She rocked it. Like, she knows how to do that kind of venue. And, yeah. And then, like, every now and then a song would come on, or I'm like, oh, I know that. I didn't know this was Katie. I know yeah, this song, Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the uh, same thing happen with The Killers. I got free tickets Dude, to The Killers. Dude, I saw The Killers at Madison Square Garden. That was fucking awesome. I saw them at Barclays, and I was, it was kind of like, he's not a very dynamic front man. He was at Madison Square Garden, was I'll tell he? you that much. Yeah. So maybe it's just like off costume or changes, fucking Dude. dancing. So halfway through the killer set, he leaves and comes back with a gold blazer, gold blazer, gold suit. But that, yeah, but that was like that's I don't count that as a costume change. That was the one. That was the one that I, did he do more for you? Yeah, but yeah. also it wasn't just a gold blazer. It was like a full gold suit. It was a different outfit. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'll say this. Say this. Uh, I know I said it. I do that all the time. <laughs> I like it. Just, it's fun. Just say it. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. It's like old man-ish. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Eat your Belveda <laughs> breakfast biscuit. I'm scared it's going to make me poop. Eat your high fiber. I don't want it. Eat, I don't want eat, it. Eat your fiber disc. My tummy disc. hurts. Eat your fiber disc. No. Um. <laughs> eat your fiber disc. <laughs> like we're in the future. <laughs> eat your fiber disc and your protein disc and your vitamin C disc. <laughs> and shut the fuck up. You still hit women and tell them to shut the fuck up in the future. <laughs> It's like George Jetson in a beater. <laughs> uh, white trash is going to white trash no matter where we are. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my first jokes, one of my like year one, year two jokes? Oh, I love this. Was, um, it doesn't matter how, I don't remember everything, but the basic point was that uh, it doesn't matter how advanced we get as a society, there's always going to be a lower class, there's always going to be the mm -hmm. exploited. Uh, something, something. You're going to be like floating around in space, and uh, there's going to be it's something like there's going to be some space hobo with a dirty old, <laughs> the dirty old newspaper try to Windex your helmet. Like, like <laughs> I like it. Get away from me! And you show, and I would do this act. I was like, get away from me! And I would slowly. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll bring that back. Yeah. That is really funny. The idea that, yeah, just. Like, <laughs> the idea of beating your wife in your space <laughs> home is so funny. <laughs>
I meant more like, um, like I, I thought of like Wally, how they're like in this like utopian, yeah, like uh, uh, resort basically. But you know that there's people there just like fingering their belly buttons by the pool. <laughs> yeah. Some little kid with a mullet, just all ratty. And... Yeah, his older brother has a rat tail, and he's dunking other kids underwater. Yeah, <laughs> you had a close call, a pretty close call, but you didn't die. You had a close call, a pretty close call. Lizzie. Kevin. Today we have a story of Blake and Neil. I'll tell you this. I love Blake and Neil. <laughs> I love them too. <laughs> They're a father-son duo. Uh-oh. The father, Neil. Pulls up the heartstrings, huh? Mm-hmm. The father, Neil, owns a building management firm. Not a bad job. Good for, good for Neil. Blake, son, he's a doctor. Whoa, Dr. Blake? Mm-hmm. Would you... If your doctor's name was Blake. Dr. Blake. How do you feel about that? I think it rules. He comes in on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he kickflips into the room and he's like, yeah. what's up? It's cancer. Rock on. Got <laughs> <laughs> oh, a Doogie Howser calling sick today. What's up, Blake? <laughs> when did people start giving their kids dumb names? What do you consider a dumb name? Is Lizzie a dumb name? Well, yeah. <laughs> but my parents named me Elizabeth. Oh, right. That's fair. That's my middle name, literally. What's your first name? My first name is Elizabeth Fair. What's your middle name? I don't have one. But you said that's fair. You don't have a middle name? Well, it's fair, but technically my first name is Elizabeth Fair. What are you talking about? Your last name is Cassidy. You don't have a middle name, but you're giving yourself the middle name of Fair? No, I've my first name is Elizabeth Fair. Oh, oh. With a oh, space. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't get this whole first name, two first names, and thing. I have two last names. What? Elizabeth Fair Carey Cassidy. My ex girlfriend's name was Bobby Joe. Oh first yeah, name. you have an ex girlfriend named Bobby Joe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Go on. You're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it's a white trash name. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. I think it's cute. I think it's hot. B o b i space j o. B o b i, not two b's. Wow. But it's on the first. It's hot though. It's on the first. It's on the first name line. Mm -hmm. No middle name. Yeah, me too. So wouldn't Fair or Joe technically be the middle name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people ask me what my middle name is, I say Fair. Okay. But I thought we were having like more of an. I feel like that's like a like like a typo. Is that a mm -hmm. typo? I don't know how that works. Me neither. All right, I thought this was going to be better banter. I never really asked about why. I just I don't know. I. It's because your parents were drunk when they were filling out the paperwork? <laughs> yeah. They were arguing, arguing over, like, whether or not my dad was the dad. All right. So what I'm saying is Blake and Neil, they are loaded. They, right? Like a building management firm and the son's a doctor. Like, they're smart guys. They're successful. They are. Yeah, I guess. I didn't really know what building management was. I could be wrong. I believe, if I had to guess, if I had to wager... Either has to do with something with construction and contracting, yeah. or it has to do with um, commercial real commercial estate. real estate. Yeah, either way, that's what my mommy does. Oh yeah, yeah. Either way, um, there's there's money to be had. So there's, my, there's money, baby. Well, so my point is, is they they're from uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City. Yeah, right. Um, they're like I said, uh, successful guys. They chartered a private plane. Whoa, right to drop them off. In a remote location in Alaska, 60 miles from the nearest town, 
in the Arctic National Park. Here's the thing about rich people. They'll, like, do things that objectively don't sound fun just because they can. Dude, this 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 whole predicament that they get in is dripping with that. Yeah, it's like, you couldn't actually pay me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep all that in mind when I tell you this next thing. Neil, mm-hmm. the father... Oh, it was, I'm sorry. It was it was it was Neil's 65th birthday. Too old for this. Keep going. Yeah, it, exactly. So uh, Blake, as a birthday gift, was like, "We'll charter a private plane up to Alaska. We'll go camping." Pretty blah, bad blah, blah. for the env- environment. Blake. Yeah. Neil, the father, Neil wanted to go on a group trip, but Blake decided just going solo would be better. Why? I assume because he's too good for poor people being around. He's, yep. He said, quote, I've never wanted to and still never want to go on a guided tour. Oh, this guy sucks. He almost killed his father because of this. And he's like, I still wouldn't have done it. This, yeah. This is one of those guys who I assume is just like he's like a real like I'm in I'm a fucking alpha and I fucking yep. have bitcoin. I feel like <laughs> these like rich boys like this like because they've had everything handed to them, mm. they feel this need to prove that they're tough and worthy and mm-hmm. strong and capable and it's like you can just have money. People exactly. like money. <clears throat> yeah, I'm getting some like entitlement and stuff. The father seems fine. The father's like I would have preferred a, a group tour in case something like this happened. Well, maybe the dad didn't grow up like that. You know, that's what I that's what I assume. The son says um, that's got to be a bummer if you like work so hard to make all this money and then mm-hmm. like it makes your kids suck. Now, Blake said in the same breath that it's an experience and I wanted to have uh, I wanted to have it with my father. Now, why would you throw me under the bus like no, no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm, coming, I'm circling back around. He says it's an experience and I wanted to have it with my father, just the two of us. But I don't think that negates the fact that he literally two seconds earlier said I still never yeah. would go on a guided tour. I feel like this is the kind of guy who uh maybe can't admit when he's wrong. Yeah. That maybe Ugh. walks away from every fight that he's lost thinking he's won. I've dated this guy. I once heard a guy say he was like heckling at a shows years ago and we were all shutting him down even after the show. We were like, dude, like what's your problem? Like he wanted to talk to us. Yeah, I hate <clears throat> I hate that. And we were like trying to explain him like, dude, it ruins the show and he just like wouldn't drop it and somebody said something like you do you like listen? Do, like do you hear what we're saying? And he just goes, "I've never lost an argument in my life." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so no. That's an insane thing so to no. say. Yeah, that's not what we're like. What? The, this is a different type of person. But last night, a guy who heckled me hugged me after the show. Disgusting. And like, even the bartender at the club was like, "Now, why would anyone? Mm-hmm. Why would you?" Like, he was like, first of all, Lizzie, no offense, you don't have a huggable vibe to begin with." <laughs> <laughs> And you were mad at this guy, and he still thought that Dude, he could. That's wild. Yeah. I want to get, you know, like how service dogs wear vests that say, like, don't pet me, I'm working. <laughs> I want to get one that says, don't hug me, I'm an angry feminist killjoy yeah. cunt. <laughs> you should also get one that says, don't fuck me, I'm sleeping. <laughs> that stays in. <laughs> 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 I should get one that says do not serve. <laughs> I don't know if I feel great about that joke, but I'll keep it in if you want. They took the, uh, they took, take it again. They took the trip. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just shit all over the microphone. <laughs> Let me, 
Let me clean that off. Ooh. <laughs> uh, they took the trip early. <laughs> Fuck. Get it out. Someone's got a case of the giggles again. The Patreon again. has to be Kevin and Lizzie are off their meds. <laughs> <laughs> and we just try to tell stories without Adderall. I'm done. I don't, I don't, I'm a professional podcaster. So. <laughs> um, all right, so they took the trip in early June, two weeks before when the season starts, which means they're the only ones on the river. So dumb. So dumb. So the so idea dumb. was he didn't want a guided tour, but also this motherfucker didn't even want poor people in the vicinity. Around. <laughs> he didn't want to come across a poor person. 110%. He'd rather come across a bear than a poor person. There's a lot of wildlife. This is grizzly territory. There's packs of wolves. There is. Would you rather? Huh? Run into a bear or a wolf. Damn. Bear? Mm. Because a bear, you make yourself big, you make noise. Yeah. I've never heard about what I'm supposed to do with a wolf. Like panic, I think. I think you're supposed to like stare it down and act like you're the dominant, but wolves are in packs. <laughs> Dude, it'll see right through you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, I know like with dogs, right? You yeah. don't want to, if you, if you um turn your back to it, it's just going to chase you out. Yeah. If you stay on your ground and like hold eye contact. You, it, it it considers if it wants to square off, right? Yeah. But wolves are in packs. How many wolves right. can I keep eye contact with? <laughs> you One. can barely keep eye contact with a human woman. Yeah, I'm autistic. <laughs> Here's the thing, too. You know how we always talk about, like, if you're, like, not confident in a joke, an audience can just smell it on you? Mm -hmm. Now imagine it's a wolf, and you have to be confident in being the alpha. Absolutely. It's going to smell it on it's you. Gonna it's going to see me. right fucking through you and be like, this beta-ass bitch thinks it can look mm -hmm. at me. Plus, you know, I got a lazy eye, so. <laughs> yeah, you wore, you wore an eye patch. <laughs> so. You can't swim. You wore an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'd go. The wolf's going to be like, this fucking guy can't swim. I, w I think I would go bear. Yeah, Plus, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Bear. Bear. Can you climb trees? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, why would I be able to climb trees? I was thinking, I'm not a, I couldn't, I, I'm not good at climbing trees. I didn't really climb trees as a kid, but. Yeah. If it's a wolf, maybe you could shimmy up. A bear can climb trees. I'm just trying to think mm, of like. That's a good point. Like, what's the environment? Are we by a river? See, the thing that appeals to me about wolf is, like, I do get dogs. Yeah. But wolves aren't dogs. Yeah, exactly. So maybe I think my downfall might be that I think I get dogs, mm -hmm. and I try to interact with it like it's a dog. Are we talking one wolf or a pack of wolves? I'm going to go one wolf. We're going lone wolf versus lone Because if it's a pack of wolf, it's a fucking no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Dude, I still think I go I don't know, man. I think I go bear. Me too. I think I could scare off a bear easier. Even though it's massive. I truly have, I've just never, yeah. Okay, bear or wolf, but you have a gun. Wolf. Same. Because it's smaller. Yeah. It's quicker. Yep. But how fucking cool would it be if you killed a bear? It would be pretty fucking cool. But how fucking cool would it be if you killed a wolf? Dude. And then you could, like, drape it over you like yeah. a shawl and be yeah. like, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking bitch who killed a wolf. I'm a bitch who killed a wolf. I'm the king of the jungle. <laughs> the king of the Alaska, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
They are in uh, 13,000 square miles of untapped wilderness. Mm. No one around. Untapped wilderness. They got dropped off by by a private jet. Uh, There's no tourists coming for at least two weeks. When you say dropped off by a private jet, do you mean the private jet like landed in the woods? I think uh, it's a it's a it's a bush. I shouldn't say jet. It's it's like a bush plane. You know? Yeah, I, I said yeah. I don't know what a bush plane is. They're small, like single seater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know this because I was working on a script that takes place in Alaska, and two guys get dropped off in the middle of nowhere, and I actually researched airplane types. Holly, oh, wow. Hollywood, Holly Weird. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> For your calls, I all the lines are open. Um, Ignore the stuff we said earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's not a way to call for help. They don't have a radio. They don't have their phones on them. So the plan was they're going to take a route. They're going to head south down the Cayucuc River. <laughs> the- Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> to the town of Bettles. Bettles. <laughs> Bettles. <laughs> Cuck's funny. I keep going. So they're going to take a 90-mile float trip. It should take about six days. Wow. Uh, this is June. It's still cold up there. Have you ever been on a float trip? No. I mean, typically they're like four to six hours. You're, you oh, gotta, yeah. I've floated down a river. Yeah, you got like a bag of wine. <laughs> yeah. A box of wine, but you take it out of the box, and now it's a bag. Obviously, you right? take it out of the box, and now it's a bag. Or you have an igloo cooler that floats, and you just fill that thing with yeah. beer and uh, smearing off ice. Now, imagine doing that with your dad, just the two of you, for six days. And I don't hear any mention of booze. Um, Ugh. These people are built different than us, Lizzie. None of this sounds fun to me at all. Mm. Rich people, am I right? Yeah, I guess. You know, Maybe they have pills. Well, I think after this, they were gonna <laughs> they were gonna hunt poor people for sport. It's gotta be. I was gonna say that. Right. That's why they're getting there first and waiting for yep. the poor people to get there because they're gonna scope out the land and then they're gonna kill them with some sort of harpoon mechanism. A harpoon mechanism. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're so eloquent. <laughs> The way your mind works, Lizzie. <laughs> Don't fucking head bob, Seth, sarcastic me. How dare you? Incredible. How dare you? I said harpoon was big for me. I don't like boy stuff. I know. No, you have a harpoon mechanism. I know. <laughs> what is it? You know, a cop carries a, 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 a bullet a, mechanism. Carries on a gun machine. You know. <laughs> yeah, and an electricity thrower. That's a taser. That's a taser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thrower. Kevin, I only know so many words. <laughs> <laughs> Private school, huh? Yeah, I did drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, my brain is Swiss cheese. Keep going. So basically, what I'm saying is, is uh, things are not in their favor. So after just a couple hours, they notice that there's ice on the river. Like I said, it's ice. <laughs> <laughs> You told me to do a loose one. Uh, no, this is good. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's so funny about the word ice, but... You just said it funny. Um, the ice all melts by summer, but remember, they are early to avoid peasants. So uh, the current's uh, picking up speed because um, they, they hop in the water. Ice is melting. It's making for a faster river situation they were planning. Blake starts losing control of the raft. Oh, I'm shocked. To the point of they can't direct it at all. So if it comes to a fork, they can't pick what direction they're trying to go. If they're heading towards rocks, they, they, they're they having a hard time jutting out of the way. 
Do you think right now Blake is like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck? Or do you think he's like trying to be like, oh, who fucking cares? It's just a fucking river. I'm a tough guy. I think it ramps up. I think it ramps up. There's a real oh, fuck moment coming up. Uh, oh. they, they can't even get off the river. They can't even get close to the riverbed. It's going that fast. Scary. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're I've cl- had nightmares like this. Yeah, they're clocking like double digits. It's a magic going like 25, 30 miles an hour, I imagine is what it feels Yeah. Like. I have um, a reoccurring nightmare where I'm in a car that doesn't have brakes and I got to figure it out. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So think about that. And like, there's, there's, you're just like holding on for dear life, hoping nothing happens. Yeah. Of course, what happens is the boat hits some ice, capsizes, and the current pulls them under the ice. Oh, fuck. It's freezing cold water and you can't surface. Just imagine that. I'm getting like real anxiety thinking about you're that. You're clawing up. Your hands are numb. It's jagged. What's going through your brain? Just, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. This sucks, this sucks, this is it. I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. I think it's pure adrenaline at this point. And your dad was in the boat, too. Kevin, we both have dads. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. This this whole podcast is just trying to figure out how they died. (laughs) (laughs) Was it this? Were they rafting? (laughs) Were they on an adventure? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they hit an air pocket and are able to stop themselves for a minute. Uh, so Blake, they're both kind of for somehow they're, they go on air, boom, they get stuck. They're that the sounds same... like a made up thing for a movie, by the way. Like what? they hit an air pocket, you know, like I'm, I believe you, I know it's sure. real, but it's like, what? They're under the ice and there's just enough space to kind of stick your yeah. face up and, and, um. But now they're not being like pulled anymore. They can stop. Well, I think because it slopes, there's something to hold on to. Okay. So they're holding on, and uh, Blake grabs his father and uh, starts apologizing. This is all my fault. I'm so sorry. Making Pete, yeah, just immediately broke his will. But the current's too strong, and before too long, his dad gets swept away under the ice. So now, oh, shit. My 65-year-old father just... Disappeared under the ice. Oh, no. Right? Everything about this is horrific. That's horrific. This is like the worst thing. Right? So Neil the dad gets spat out. Neil the dad. Neil the dad. Neil Neil the dad Tyson. <laughs> I want a shirt. I want a merch. I want merch. Neil the Dad Tyson. Merch. <laughs> Neil the Dad Tyson. If any of our fans want to drop uh, what a Neil the Dad Tyson shirt would look like, oh please, we'll print up a limited run of like twenty, and we'll send you ten of them. I'm thinking- <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you one or two. I'm thinking Neil deGrasse Tyson maybe like doing dad stuff. Uh, I just pictured a guy under I I don't want it to make any sense. <laughs> yeah, just make it say Neil the Dad Tyson and send it in close calls podcast at gmail.com. You know, like sometimes you have a friend that comes back from Thailand and they're like, Look at these shirts. Like yeah. they don't make sense. Yes, they it's just like lotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like uh good times, always ready, and then it'll say like uh Transformer Wolverine or something. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah. okay. Neil the Dad Tyson. So Neil gets spat out. The other side uh, of that chunk of ice, you know, you understand it's breaking up. So there's like, mm-hmm. there's spots and um, he sees another ice shelf that he's rocketing towards. He's, he's heading right <laughs> towards another big chunk. 
He reaches up to grab it. He can't really hold on, and he gets swept under that one as well, which doesn't have any room to breathe at all. So they were kind of like knocking their head. You know, this one is like tight. Neil and Blake. Blake decides to let go, follow after his dad. They're both being carried along by the river underneath the ice. They keep trying to come up for air, but they keep knocking their heads, getting scraped by the jagged ice above them. Uh, they're bleeding all over the place. Like, you know how much like a head wound bleeds. Like oh, if you get a tiny, boy, do I? Yeah, you get a. T- you've been hitting the head a lot. I've been hitting the head a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've dated bad men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna. No, I, I was kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. I was gonna make reference to harpoon device is what I was talking about. But oh. sure, let's talk about trauma. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've like fallen down a lot. You've fallen down some stairs. Wink. Yeah, I, I've run into a door a few times. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wink. <laughs> but I, look, anybody listening to this, if you find this offensive, please know that it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> please, please know that you don't know him like Lizzie does. <laughs> okay, he's a good guy. Okay, he's going through a lot right now. Work is really crazy, and you know, let's be real. I'm annoying. <laughs> kind of had it coming. Kind of had it coming. <laughs> I don't know when to shut my damn mouth. Uh, we both uh, grew up with abuse. Leave us alone. <laughs> Email someone else about your problems. You're, right? you're being offended. Gang, anybody offended by this, just remember we've seen some shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like the, like the disclaimer says, we're coping. So. <laughs> or avoiding coping. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're my therapist, call in. <laughs> you know what's really funny? My therapist asked me if he could listen. My therapist asked me if he could listen. And I was kind of flattered. I was me like, too. I think I'm a, I think I'm mine's favorite. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. He's never asked like I was like, I assumed you like do research on me. He's like, I understand that and maybe some people do. I feel like that would be unethical because I'm seeing something you didn't give me access to. That's what mine said. And I was like, oh, wow, you're like a good therapist. I know. And <laughs> I, then he asked me if he could listen. And I was like, but for the love of God, please listen. I always talk to you about how I want to be funny and good. Right. And I want you to tell me I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so real, Lizzie. <laughs> Guess what, gang? We got a Patreon. We got a Patreon, baby. If you want to take a break from listening to times people have almost died and you want to stop having panic attacks about dealing with their own mortality, mm, mm, take mm, a little mm. break with us. The break room is in the Patreon. If you want to know about our personal lives, more about stand-up, come hang out with us. Come hang, and it's it's going to be just a bunch of bonus content. You know how Patreon works. You know how Patreon works, and you know where to find it. But if you don't, it's patreon.com slash podcast. That's really fun. (laughs) It's really fun. It's really fun to do that. Mama. Pow. So good. Can you turn my headphones back up? I feel like I'm in jail. I feel, I feel like, like I'm in timeout. I feel like I'm in jail. <laughs> what song actually is that? It's um. I can't remember. <laughs> if anybody listening remembers what song goes. <laughs> 
Call in. 470 not dead. I like that our phone number is the go-to for any question that we have. <laughs> yeah, we, we just need a producer. <laughs> I don't think enough people are calling in. Well, I feel like the episodes that have come out so far, we haven't been pushing it as hard as Maybe. we do now. But uh, we mean it. We're not, we're not fucking around. We want... If you, Literally anything you have to say to us. Well, I think it's really fun to like two weeks later be like, oh yeah, oh, remember yeah, we were talking song. about that? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I think that's fun too. I also like the idea of you just telling us literally whatever you want. I want you to call us and be like, my boyfriend sucks and I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Literally anybody that calls in, uh, we're happy to send you a sticker for your help figuring out what songs or ailments or whatever, yeah. whatever dumb trivia you're trying to figure out. We want to connect. Now, when you're done chewing, I'm going to pick up. <laughs> okay. How? <laughs> but anyway, so they're going. They're just getting covered in abrasions on their hands, their heads. They're bleeding everywhere. Covered in abrasions. Blake. <laughs> sure. Is that a th- I feel like if we were a morning zoo style show, that no. would be a thing. Blake uh, winds up finally being able to come up for air and winds up on shore. But his dad is nowhere to be found. Great. He's scanning. He's freaking out. Is he downriver? Is he upriver? He sees... Uh, Kind of popping up out of the water. His, his dad's head like, blah, 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 you know, trying to get some air. His dad can't fight the current, but he hits a rock and grabs on for dear life. Uh, it's it's in the middle of the river, right? So it's, yeah. not, it's not by the shore, not by where Blake is. So he props himself up. The water's freezing. Neil's old. The idea of fighting the current again to get to Neil seems uh, like a big ask, uh, but also he can't, like, hang out wet on a rock all day, so... Between Neil swimming like kind of halfway. I don't think it's a big ask to ask someone to fix something that's their fault. No, I just mean, (laughs) but the point I'm trying to make is. uh, It's going to be hard. Neil can't do it all on his own. So Blake has to go back into the water. That's what I mean. It's not a big ask to ask Blake to go get him. They have to like human bridge him onto the shore. It would probably help if there were poor people around. Uh, 110%. You know what poor people are really good at? Building a human bridge. Yep. <laughs> Banning together as a community to help one another because... Because one person fucked up. <laughs> well, not to get too socialist on you, but we kind of fucking have to. Like, you know True. how anytime a friend has a medical issue... And uh, we all donate our money that we don't have. Exactly, to a GoFundMe because yeah. none of us have insurance, or if you do have insurance, it doesn't work. Yep. Anyway, sometimes it's worse to have it in a way. One hundred and ten percent. You're like, what the hell? How am I paying more? Some would say, I don't know if I can say this on mic, but some would say a good idea might be to ditch your wallet and claim to be a foreigner without any ID and try to get some free medical help that way. Allegedly, that could be a good idea. Allegedly, I know somebody <laughs> who's done that and it worked out. Yeah, allegedly, they have to still help you. Mm hmm. Four seven zero not dead. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever lied about being a foreigner, to not die. Uh, but yeah, this is a maybe. A, this is maybe this is a good lesson for old Blake. I don't think he's. I don't know. I the way that he said, I still wouldn't do a guided yeah, tour. I don't think me. he's changed. He learned but... nothing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from all the human bridge talk, blah, 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 We don't have money. We're going to make a bridge out of our arms and legs. We're trying to build a podcast because we're unhirable. Oh, we have no marketable skills. We just have personality. Oh, I think I'm charming enough to have it make me money. 
<laughs> so he winds up getting his dad uh, away from that little rock in the middle of the river and onto shore with him. Uh, obviously, like I said, the water was freezing. Right. right. Neil is shaking uncontrollably. He's mm. in the first stages of hypothermia. Uh-oh. Good news. Okay. Blake still has his waterproof lighter. Wow. That's a very good sign. Blake hurries to make a fire, strips his dad out of his clothes. Uh-oh. And held his dad. As an Irish Catholic, I would rather die. I would rather die. I would rather. I would rather watch my dad die than die. Mm-hmm. Then hold his naked body. Mm-hmm. Yuck. This is a real father-son bonding experience. How do you feel about that? What would it take for you to... It would have It, it would have to be literally to save his life. Yeah. Is Blake also naked? They didn't say. So, yeah. But they say... I mean, Blake was also covered in freezing cold water, right? So, yeah. I don't know. I think they conveniently glossed over that. I think the interviewers were nice enough not to ask. I want fucking answers. I want fucking answers. I want to know who's in front and who's in back. They say you should strip down naked and use body heat for warmth. <laughs> there are like literally not, so few people I could do that do that way. Right? Not strip your dad down naked and keep and press your wet clothes against him. They never no one's ever said that. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that helps. I would wager maybe they left underwear on. You know what I mean? But they don't talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Dad, your ass is going to be cold because my wet... Dink. My wet dick and underwear are pressing against it, but I'll give you some chest warmth against your back. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. They really didn't say. I can't even, like, sometimes when I cuddle with a person I love, I'm like, this is a little bit too much. Dave Attell has that great line... There's a fine line between cuddling and holding somebody down so they can't get away. <laughs> I've definitely been held down so I couldn't get away a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're sitting by the campfire. Blake pulls out a photo of his wife and son and he starts to cry. While he hold while he caresses his naked dad's body. Yeah. Strokes his dad's cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much? Fingers is dad's asshole. I'll lean in. Keep going. Is that too much? <laughs> I'll yeah, lean in. Keep I mean, going. whatever. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Is it too much? I don't know. When we're dealing with people almost dying, it's really hard to know where the line is. It's really hard to know where the line is. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how I feel about it later when I Is edit. it the worst thing that ever happened to them? Yeah. yeah. Is it only the worst thing that ever happened to them because they're rich? Yeah. Kind of. I'm not saying any of the people have it coming. None of them have it coming. It's awful. However, and this is the whole preamble that we start the show off with. Can I have his dad coming? Keep going. Uh We all die. We all die. How it happens is inconsequential. We all die. And it's not up to you. We got to take the piss out of it. So he's stroking his dad's dick and uh, (laughs) with his mouth. Uh Uh-oh. All right. It's... So Neil suggests, let's get moving. The sun's going down. It's getting colder. They don't have shelter from wildlife or the elements. They've lost their food, water, etc. Blake doesn't even have shoes, by the way. Oh. They got one pair of shoes between the two of them. They each wear one? They each wear one. <laughs> right, right. Are they three-legged racing? Well, Blake doesn't have shoes, but 
Neil is 65, so Blake is scooting along faster than his dad. Um, six months ago, Neil broke his ankle on oh, top good. of it. Good. Uh huh. So this was a good choice. It was a good choice to do this trip as a whole. Every yeah. every step of the way. Fucking naked morons. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they can't cover a lot of ground, so they decide to set up camp. Set they, up camp. They collect branches and things, and they start building a shelter. Uh, Neil notices bear tracks, dozens of them. Dozens of bears? And they're, tracks. They're big. Dozens of tracks. So they make a shelter. They make a fire. They're nervous about the location they're in, but they, they, they got to make a decision. They got to do something. Yeah. So they're beat up. They have head wounds. They're cold. Their clothes are wet. They've got one of them has no shoes. Their feet hurt. There's bears. They take turns being the little spoon nearest to the fire. Yay. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Would you would you be able to handle that? I know I asked like what would it take, but like let's say like you're in this situation, like how I don't want to do this part. <laughs> how long do you lay there before you go? Like, is it better to be the big spoon or the little spoon? Yeah. Big, big. With your parent. Big. Because yeah. big, you get to feel like you're taking care of them, like you're doing a good deed. Yeah. You know, you can put yourself in that mindset. I'm saving somebody. I'm helping somebody. Little is like, I'm being cuddled. If it was your mom, would it be easier than your dad? <sighs> Kevin, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not from a cuddly family. Yeah, my mom's never hugged me, so it's hard to... <laughs> <laughs> my mom... Within the last year has tried to like, I slept in her bed and she tried to rub my back and I was like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, really, I was going through alcohol withdrawal, turns out. So I was really fucked up. But we, Yeah. So Blake can't sleep. So what he does, he, he gets up early the next morning. He tells his father he's going to move on without him. Oh, what the hell? This is something that comes up sometimes in this podcast. They say you should stay put. They say you, you, should, you should stay together. But there's a certain type of guy... That I've noticed. Mm -hmm. it's, it's this something to prove guy. Something to prove guy. Also, Jens. Jens. But that worked. Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, his dad is 65. Mm -hmm. Can't move very quickly. And they have one pair of shoes between the two of them. Can I give a piece of advice to anyone listening to this podcast? Mm. Don't go on any extreme adventures with your over 60 parent. I agree. I think it's just you're done. I agree. Go to a resort. Mm -hmm. Go to a casino. Mm-hmm. Go to like a regular beach with a lifeguard. Mm -hmm. Go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Go to Branson. Go to Branson. Go where old people love to be. Go, go to, to Branson. Go to Sarasota, Florida. Oh, Sarasota, Florida Those would be good. White sandy beaches. Go to Boca. Go to Boca, you dumb bitch. Have dinner in a pink building. Come on. Grow the fuck up. A lot of the buildings are pink for some reason. Neil protests. The first rule of survival is to stick together, right? Mm, that's what we said. He, you know, he's pointing out like how are you going to cross the river to get to the town. You know, they they mentioned what was the name of the river, the Kayakuk River. Definitely it. Yeah, Kayakuk River. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. How are you going to cross the river to get back into town? Uh, do you even know which way you're going? We don't know. You know, whatever. Neil. Are you even a man? Yeah. Should I even be proud of you? Yeah. A lot Was of your mother right when she said that we should have aborted you? Jesus. Did she actually just want all the money in my will? Mm -hmm. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. And what kind of doctor are you even? And what kind of doctor are you even? <laughs> <laughs> are you just some fuck with a PhD? Mm-hmm. What are you, a 
podiatrist. I met someone the other day who has a PhD in tuba. What? Tuba doctor. Is that real? Tuba doctor. Yeah. Can we get him on? This is a lady. Can we get M? (laughs) Uh, I don't know if she's ever almost died. Oh, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to know about tuba doctoring? Uh, so Neil finally agrees, hands Blake the map, the lighter, they also have a knife, and, Mm. uh, the boots. Those are their only supplies. A map, a lighter, a knife, and boots. Uh, which I guess boots are clothes. Okay, I think it was Blake in the kitchen with the Uh, lighter. (laughs) Hey gang, just wanted to take a quick second and remind you to like and subscribe on iTunes. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and leave us a review. It really does help out a lot. You can also call us at 470-NOT-DEAD. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us about a time you almost died or whatever you want to tell us about. And if it's cool, we'll play it on the podcast. You can change names of people. You can make it anonymous. But if you don't want us to hear your voice, you can email us at closecallspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your story. We'll read it on the pod. And if you want to stay up to date on all things Close Calls, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Close Calls Podcast. Sometimes we post photos related to the story. So if you want to see what these freaks look like... <laughs> Sometimes we post photos. Let's not make promises about what's on the Instagram. Okay, (laughs) just follow the Instagram. Love you. Bye. Yeah, we got it. So Blake sets off. It's 60 plus miles south to the nearest town. That's so far. While Neil sits alone, hoping those bears don't come back. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to go. You sit here and hope no bears. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, you're 65. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, oh, by the way, this is all my idea. Happy birthday, but okay, bye. Also, if the bears come... I have the fire. You don't. Okay, bye. I have the fire. Okay. (laughs) He did make a fire, but you know, I hope it doesn't go out. Hope it doesn't rain. Okay, bye. (laughs) You're 65. Okay, bye. Uh, Blake hasn't slept or eaten in over 24 hours. The map is kind of vague. It's hard to read. He's not sure like at what spot on the map he's on. So he's hoping he sees like okay, well if I'm at the river, maybe I'll see like this ridge or something. I don't know. He's he's doing his best, but he's not really sure where they are. Uh, but he finds the he find he he finds the river. It's rushing. It is freezing. Mm-hmm. The current is strong, mm-hmm. and he jumps in. Gets a little swept away. Well, yeah. He fights though. He makes it to the other side. It's okay. We're not having a repeat of what happened before. Okay. Okay. We're okay. We're okay. He's dripping wet now. Yep. But he freezing makes it across. Cold. He makes it across. Neil. Uh, like I said, Blake took the lighter with him, so he's just keeping himself busy, constantly running around, collecting wood in socks mm-hmm. with a recovering ankle, 65. Hoping no bears. Hoping no bears, trying to keep his fire alive. Blake. Uh, trying to keep his fire alive sounds like what he was doing on this trip. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I'm 65, I got to keep this fire keep alive. fire alive, baby. Yeah. Blake is going, he's going, he's like, you know, I bet I'll hit the town soon enough, I already crossed that river, guess what, not the right river, he hits another river, like a huge river. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, imagine, like, the fucking Hudson or something. Yeah. It's impossible to cross. Uh, This isn't swimmable. So now what do you do? Do you go back? Do you Mm. head down river? Mm -hmm. Blake is exhausted, he's beat up, he's like, okay. I think I kill myself. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I think I grab a big rock, jump in that river, and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just let go of the rock. You can... <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so he decides he he's, he he just collapses. He's like, I that's enough for today. He hasn't eaten in thirty six hours at this point. He's laying on the ground. Why don't any of these people eat a bug? I was literally going to say the next note that he had is he's sitting there eating bugs. Oh, okay. There's a, a bug. Bu- he swaps a couple spiders. He eats them. Ugh. Yeah. He's just laying on the ground, completely yeah, 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 dejected. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would need so much money to eat a spider. Mm-hmm. Day three. Blake decides to set up a big fire along the river, hoping maybe a plane will pass by and see it. But he can't seem to make a signal. You know, in like movies when somebody makes a fire and it's like this white billowy smoke that. Yeah. Yeah. But in real life, it's not really like that, is it? No. So. Well, I don't know. I just agreed with you because you sounded sure of yourself. We've all been in like a backyard campfire thing, right? It's not like you could see that campfire from down the block. No, not usually. It has to be really big. I've been in a like I've had a fire in a field where we burned like years worth of like wood scraps. Huge fire. That one. Well, that's what I was going to say was I think it requires a lot of dry leaves and yes, things like that. Yes, yes, But uh, everything's kind of wet, you know. It's it's June. It's, like, rainy. It's, like, not, you know, there's nothing. So he's, he just made a fire, which is good, but not for the purposes he wanted. He kind of spent a, a wasted a whole day on that venture. Neil, the third night, while asleep, a spark jumps out of the fire that he's been maintaining and catches the entire shelter ablaze. Oh, that's no good. So he wakes up and everything's burning down around him. Probably pretty warm. Probably calling some bears near him. No, uh, I, I would think bears would be like, no, no, fire, bad. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but luckily he grabs a big stick, makes a torch out of it, and relocates the camp. Okay. That's also bad, though. Because now Blake doesn't know where he is. Bingo. I get things. Day four. <laughs> I told you, like, Blake was hanging out by the riverbed. Mm-hmm. Blake wakes up in water. Good. How would you not wake up immediately? Uh, I mean, it's not like... When you start to become in water. You know, it's a very slow... It's because the ice is melting. Oh, uh, like a frog in a pot. Yeah, so the... <laughs> do you get? Do you know uh, this? I know what you mean. Yeah, it's slowly... Yes. If you throw a frog in boiling water, it'll jump out. Yeah. You gotta slowly turn it up. You gotta slowly turn it up. But yeah, so from the ice melting, it's the, the water levels raising... He has to move away, make a new camp, uh, staying by the river and hope somebody will come along, which is smart. I think um, we've learned in other stories. Sometimes people, you know, use uh, they're like the highways of right. of, of uh, the woods, the woods, the wilderness, the wilderness. Is the jungle the wilderness? Yeah. Lizzie, did you really just ask me that? Isn't the wilderness just? Uh, so many times I've almost said jungle during this, and I'm like, this is a forest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yes. it's not exotic to me, I guess. Yeah. A jungle a- implies, like, palm trees and snakes and monkeys. Right. A forest has bears and wolves. That's what I'm saying. But when when, some, when one says wilderness, I think bears and wolves. Yeah. Jungle, that is the wilderness of... I think a wilderness, I think wilderness is all-encompassing. Yeah. The Arctic is. Now, why did you go, Lizzie? Did you just hit me? Um, because you, because it sounded stupid. <laughs> oh. Is it because of my girl voice? Is it because it came out of a woman's no. mouth? Are we not? Is agreeing? that what's happening here? Are we not agreeing that wilderness is an all-encompassing term for like? We are agreeing, nature. but I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Sorry, I'm sorry, I was harsh. Mm. I am. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? Ah. Okay, we're good now. <laughs> that uh-huh. 
was so good. It felt spot on. It was so good. I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't want you to get in your head and fuck it up next time. So good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So upriver, as we've established, uh, Neil has no boots, no shelter. No boot, Neil. He's working to gather wood and grass to try to build a new one, but he's 65. He's exhausted. He still hasn't eaten in 36 hours as well. Mm-hmm. Not sleeping well. Is he He's worried bugs? about bears. I don't know if there are bugs by him. <laughs> There's got to be bugs. <laughs> they didn't expressly say he's eating bugs. Okay. And I'd be wary of any berries. Be wary of berries. I'd be wary of bears and berries. I'm wary of Mary Berry. Me too. She's hiding something. They both got soggy bottoms. <laughs> they do have soggy bottoms. That's why they had to press them against each other. Uh, and also, it's worth mentioning and reminding you that there is no search party. Nobody right. knows that they're missing because the trip is planned for six days. And they were supposed to be there anyway. And it's two weeks before camping season. Oh, yoinks. Day five, Blake is lying. Day five, Blake is laying by his fire when he hears an airplane. He springs up and starts waving his arms around, yelling, getting the plane's attention. Hours go by. Waiting. 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 Eventually, the same plane flies by and drops a bag of supplies. Whoa. And a walkie-talkie. What a doink. Can I just say, this is the first time someone's been spotted. I know. By an aerial device. When you said plane, I was like, and it missed him. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So in the walkie-talkie, he's just pant- he's just freaking out. Just you've got to find my dad. He's 15 miles upstream. You should see a fire. You got to find him. I'll stay here. Get him first. The plane flies up, checks it out. Doesn't see a camp anywhere. The pilot relays the news to to Blake, and he is of course devastated. He literally falls to his knees crying. Aww. It's all my fault. He assumes the fire went out. My dad stopped fighting. We he shouldn't have gone. made fun of him so bad. Three hours later, a rescue helicopter picks up Blake, and with his help, they're able to locate the precise location and rescue Neil. Neil! Neil gets in the helicopter, and the first thing Blake says to his father is, quote, you look like hell, which is badass. Uh, I love that. That's some, like, that's in a movie when, like, they- I know, but I, that's why I hate it, because Blake was like, what would they say in a movie? Oh, that's a good point. You look like hell. You look like hell, I kid. Feel like, Get in here. No, I love you. No, I'm so sorry. No, this was all my fault. No, I'm so glad you're alive. You yeah. look like hell. Now that you point Yeah, it you out. don't look so good either, Blake. Yeah, all right. You sold me on it. Sorry. <laughs> Turns out the initial camp, the one where Neil was waiting, uh, wasn't on the flight path of any aircraft. Which means if Blake wow. if Blake didn't march off, they would have died 100%. Wow. How about that? In these stories where we want to... These rich white guys are always failing up. I know! It's crazy. It drives me insane. It drives me insane. Because now he gets to think that he was right the whole time. And I'm going to ask you one question. Okay. One question about this only. What do you think What do you think they their relationship is like to this day? Um, I think it's... Not, not, their, not their relationship, but I mean like, or I'll just say it because I don't know how to leave it. They still camp. They still go hiking to this day. <laughs> but they've never again gone rafting, so there's that. That's okay. That's something. And that is the story of Neil and Blake. Neil and Blake. Hey, hey, everybody. 